Week six is in the books, and for fantasy football, we had a little bit of COVID scare, a little bit of injury scare. Uh, not too crazy, but certainly some things that we need to sort through. We're going to take a look at that and also see which offenses that sputtered on Sunday that we can trust moving forward. Lots to talk about, lots to discuss. Let's talk about the midway point of the fantasy football regular season, and let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott Yo. and Tom. Hey, everybody. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. One of the first, <laughs> I think the only episode of the podcast we've recorded before 11 a.m., which is cool. I've done it yeah, there was- in weird hours in other countries, but um, definitely the first morning. Is it though? Because we did the one at, at Sands after our draft. That was cool. That was a but morning I, podcast. That's why I said eleven a.m. Because oh, okay. I think I think we had like a twelve checkout and we were like really pushing it. Yeah, uh, for that, that sounds one. about but, right. But yeah, uh, so coming to you guys before the doubleheader on Monday night is played. Uh, so there will be no Chiefs Bills coverage, unfortunately. Um, not one of those days where you know the Monday night game is playing while we record. But that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Still plenty to talk about. Lots of injuries. Um, seeming like a lot of guys that got out okay based on um, you know initial reports, initial reports and yeah. everything. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna get right into it though. It's time for losers of the week. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. And uh, Tom, we want to take this one because I think uh, your loser we we just are not happy with simply because. His, he decided to uh, make his case for loser of the week right after we recorded on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Melvin Gordon, loser again. I mean, he was a loser last week, but not, or loser early last, or late last week, rather, but not officially right. a loser of the week. So he'll, he'll take the title here. The thing about this one for me is I just kind of want to parlay it into the news is that there's a report that he may be facing a three game suspension. So, um, for the, the legal trouble and the DUI that he got, a three-game suspension looms. Uh, three games reminds me of fantasy playoffs. You know, three games before that reminds me of the games you need to win to make the fantasy playoffs. So it's it's troubled waters for Melvin Gordon. If some loaded team will take a, uh, a fair trade, I would ship him out. Agreed. It's time to move. Yep. It, it's, it's, it stinks that uh, he was such a late scratch this week, or else I think we would have been saying it this week. You know, if he was active and you were able to ship him before this week and someone felt like, oh, I could get a running back to play this week, I think this was the time. I think, Unfortunately, I think the time might have passed because you also see the Broncos win and Philip Lindsay have a 100-yard game in his absence. So I think the Broncos, you know, even in this game, it kind of feels like, I don't know, the injury, the illness felt a little weak to me. It felt like they were almost punishing him, but I don't, I don't, I can't speculate too deep into that. Yeah, and I mean, there's... I think there's a little hope in this just because of like what what comes to mind is the the Tom Brady and Zeke Elliott like really drawn out processes of their suspensions. Right. Um I don't know if maybe Melvin Gordon is just going to like say like you know what I messed up and I I'm going to take this and and be done it with it but like it. there's a there's a hope if the if the appeals process is long there's a hope that he serves this suspension however long it may be next season. Yeah, I guess which, that's possible. But we can't know that. Yeah. And so because of that, I think it's it's really difficult. Like, you don't want to be the guy holding the bomb. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's, well, you don't want to be that guy. I mean, think about it. If he has, he's already missed one game and he's going to be suspended for three more potentially. And, and that doesn't count as buy. And that doesn't count as a buy, but they kind of had a buy. And if, like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, but you know, if they're going to healthy scratch him this game, they might healthy scratch him next game. If that suspension doesn't come this season, you know what I mean? Right. So it, it's, yeah, it's like already one probably three more so it's like a four plus thing so melvin right. Gordon is and you already lost and you already lost him in the week that he had his buy so you're losing him you know you're losing him for probably five weeks of the season and you're only two down so far yeah and you're keeping him on your roster which is the the hardest part in a hole yeah yep all righty uh i'm going with uh i'm going with alexander madison and pick. this was the blow up spot of blow up spots for him this is a spot that not only could he have given you an RB1 performance, and I mean the amount of the amount of love that was being poured on this guy, not just by us, but about insane. around the entire fantasy community. Insane. He was ESPN's running back three. Yeah. Going into the week. Yeah, Matt and Barry said uh he would only start Zeke and Derrick Henry over him this week. And, and he retweeted it like fifteen hours later, like this did not age no. well. Well, <laughs> he got the Henry. How it started, right? how it ended. Yeah, right. He certainly got Henry right, Tom. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah. But like to me, like this was a spot for Alexander Madison to like show that when Dalvin Cook comes back from this groin injury, like Madison can help sh- him share the load and maybe get some flex and value or something. I was gonna parlay this and and throw in Kirk Cousins as well, but like First this half. is the difference between quarterbacks and receivers and running backs. Like quarterbacks and receivers, if they start slow, they can still pick it up, especially when you're in catch up mode. Yeah. Madison doesn't have that chance because the Vikings. I'd are the sec are the worst team in the league that doesn't yeah, play in New I'd York? Argue, I'd argue your first half losers should really be first half Kirk Cousins. Is what yeah. I was trying to say. There, I was trying to get in in order. You, your loser should be first half Kirk Cousins because he was so bad in the first half of this game that he effectively took Alexander Madison out of the entire game. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's a very good point that you bring up. That can happen to your running backs if your quarterbacks play bad and they get in a situation where they're not going to get a lot of uh, opportunities to catch the ball. It's not all negative though, because we got an Amir Abdullah sighting. He was second in snap in running back snaps on the Vikings against the Falcons, Jeez. doing post, most post, of the passing post, down work. Post, 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 post hype sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, uh, I got three for you guys. I'm going to let you guys choose. Scott doing the cleanup work they're, here. This was good. They're all worthy of a of a loser. I'm going to let you guys pick. Uh, I got Mike Evans, who had two targets, one catch. 10 yards in a game the Bucks won 38 to 10. I got Cooper Cup, three catches, 10 yards, dropped an easy touchdown. Two, two. <laughs> but one of them was incredibly easy that he dropped. I was so mad. He and got- number three, Cam Bagels, where you been, Acres. <laughs> I actually thought you were going to go to Newton right there. But he had oh. a, he had a really good second half. I was gonna say, hey, did you only watch the first half? But Cam Akers, first yeah, half, Cam Newton. Cam Akers had a game. Somebody tell him, right? Yeah, like he he was uh, especially you know I'm in leagues where there's like twelve guys. You're starting two flexes. This guy was in lineups. Yeah, and for he sure did not touch the ball. Did he have any snaps? Cup touched the ball. Did he make? Did he get bounced off his hands like six times? I'm not sure. And Evans he... just ran. He and the most painful part about Evans, Evans was on the field the entire game. I watched that whole game. 
Yeah. It's you know, so they weird. said they said about Mike Evans that they wish they hadn't played him on that Thursday nighter. So he might not be feeling all too hot. I know Don Then don't play him. I don't what are you doing? <laughs> He's the goal line back. He's the goal line back. <laughs> not anymore. My boy Rojo took over that spot. He just didn't get any plunges this week. He'll be back. But Cam Akers, I'm not sure he registered a touch. On the broadcast, though, they're like, oh, here's a carry for Cam Akers, Florida State, and it was Daryl Henderson. <laughs> it was Henderson. Yeah, yep. they were ready to introduce him. Yeah. They knew he they knew he still needed a touch. What a nice game he had. They so did. I got three losers for you. You guys can pick. They're all worthy. I'm oh. the level of expectation makes me lean Evans or Cup. Cup, the amount the of opportunities that points. Cup had, yeah, like Cup left the most points on the field. Oh, he left points on the if, field. If you told me, if you told me Cooper Cup had nine targets, I'd be like, all right, he probably had at least sixty yards. He had ten. Yeah, I on did. three catches. Like, come on, it's Cup. Bad. And we love him. Let's not get that twisted. Let's move on. But yeah, all right, we move on. The heroes are getting lighter and lighter this week. As the weeks roll on, yeah, I, I feel like this hap- this does happen every year. But yeah, I think course. also, like you're looking across leagues, you're looking at the percentage owned. There's just deeper benches in yep. leagues now too. You know, you had to yep. account for more spots for these COVID related situations, and I think it's just making the waiver wire even thinner and thinner. It's bad. That's but really I think one true. guy really sticks out, right? That's got to be true. That there's no that sounds that's all logic supports that. Thank you, Tom. That was a late night thing for me. I'm like, why is this? Why I'm looking at the doc last night of closing it out as the as the game ends, as the Rams give me no one to add, just like always. The Rams mm-hmm. are good to us in that regard. They never give us any heroes. But we did get a wild Josh Reynolds <laughs> appearance. That was nice. Yeah, that was a sweet touchdown. So but, um, I'm like, why is this so thin? And then I'm like, oh yeah, it's probably because everybody's got a couple extra bench spots and you start to look around. Um, they, I think the hero of, of the week, if you want to call him that, the guy I'd spend my most money on, especially if I own Miles Sanders, it has to be Boston Scott. Yeah. Um, Even though he was horrible. So Miles Sanders getting an MRI on his hamstring? No, it's knee. Oh, it's knee. Great. Even better. Terrifying. Yeah. Uh, not look. The Eagles seem very pessimistic on him, like or at yeah. least very concerned. What was funny? What was funny about it was the uh, and I was saying this to you guys too, but I find it funny, so I'm going to bring it up again. Uh, the Eagles they asked because they had sent Ertz and Sanders in for MRIs, and they were like, "We're considerably more concerned about Miles Sanders." Oh, really? You're more concerned about the guy that's getting you 130 yards a game, not the guy who's getting you five. Eleven, yeah. <laughs> Has Ertz gotten to the the hallowed more targets than yards? Uh, I don't know. No, over the last no, three weeks, ground no, he ha- he ended up with like thir- I think he got thirty yards. Damn this week, it! But he got ten targets. Well, there you go. So you know what I think of when Miles it. Sanders gets an MRI? I think of Booby Miles getting an MRI. What Booby gonna do? What Miles gonna do? <laughs> yeah. What Miles gonna do? Only Miles know how to do is play football. <laughs> I mean. I love him. I hope he's fine, but I, it seems terrifying. Scotty, I got to be honest. I'm surprised that you didn't have DeAndre Swift as the number one ad this week. Well, you look across leagues, this guy's owned pretty oh, much he is? everywhere. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. I even have him still. I, I was like looking at one of my teams. I'm like, oh, cool. I still have DeAndre <laughs> Swift on one of my teams. That's pretty sweet. All right. I mean, uh, 13 I- carries, 116 yards, two touchdowns, four targets, three catches, seven yards. Um, the the point here is that he is the receiving back, mm-hmm. and if he's going to start to take over AP's role, 
I mean, Carry on Johnson's nowhere to be found in this game. What no. is up and, with that, dude? I have no idea. They nowhere to he be was found. good. They hate his right. Guts. I thought he was good. I thought and, he was pretty good last year too. Yeah, I mean, but DeAndre Swift, if you're going to get 14 uh, carries and four targets and two touchdowns, you're going to get on and the, the goal line work. Yeah, I mean, Adrian Peterson had that first early one. Um, so they scored a handful of rushing touchdowns in this one. There's no doubt about it. But DeAndre Swift, uh, he covered his ground. And they get Atlanta next week. Mm-hmm. So could be a big one. Or he could be like Alex Madison and just turd. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, our next guy is the Gus Bus, Gus Edwards. All aboard. Uh, Mark, Mark Ingram ankle injury. Uh, What's annoying about this one is they have a bye week next week. Uh, and... From from what I saw, I was tr- trying to read up on a couple of Mark Ingram reports. We put J.K. Dobbins on here too. Who honestly, oh, yeah. if if Ingram were to miss a few weeks, I think Dobbins is probably the preferred ad just because he's seems a little more dynamic than the Gus Bus. But uh, it seems like Ingram's going to be okay. Yeah, and they have you know he has two weeks till they play another game. Yeah. So uh, these these I are wonder, not priorities. My wonder here is when Ingram went out, the Eagle the the Ravens were thrashing the Eagles. Yeah, like the Eagles had a going mega comeback mode to make that game as close as it was. Yeah, so I'm wondering if they held Ingram out because they felt like the game was in hand and they felt like they could get by with the Gus Bus and Dobbins. Easily could have been. So, like that's going to be something that would have been something to monitor going into this week if the Ravens didn't have a bye. So now we have a full week to forget about this. Yeah, and then see what the practice reports look like for for Baltimore yeah, in week be, seven. It might be worth it to put both these back guys, these guys back on the heroes, even though they don't play a game. Yeah, this that's, week, just that's what I was going to say actually, because they're so easy to add. You can add them at any time because they're on a buy. Um, they're right. not going to like play, especially if you have a league where you can add players after guys on your bench have already played. You know, <clears throat> you can mm, add, right. you can add some of these other scrubs. And if you and if you notice that they didn't do a good job, like if you had Boston Scott and he just tanks, right? And Miles Sanders is going to be back in two weeks. Then, in that downtime, you can add, you know, Dobbins if he's available, God willing, or Gus Edwards to check it out. Yep. Up next, we got an update on the Jets' running back situation. We had Lamichael Pirine, ten touches, two catches for nine yards, seven carries for twenty-seven. The Jets got blown out against a really, the Jets got blown out against a, a Dolphins defense that all of a sudden I think might be the number one defense in fantasy football. Is that the, based on their performance from the last two weeks? Full PPR. Is that the worst line ever on the Heroes doc? Look at Boston Scotts. Yeah, Boston Scott not great. Um, we had four touches for nine yards this week. Okay, he's yeah. our number one ad. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? That really does put it in perspective, though. You know. Uh, Boston sure was in a tougher matchup, of course, but like LaMichael P. Ryan had more work than Boston Scott, right? And it's Frank Gore back there, LaMichael P. Ryan, and Ty Johnson, who was added this week. So he got three. Who I carries. thought looked the best out of the three he in broke, the little that I watched of the Jet game. He broke the longest run of the Jets' season for like probably the last two seasons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could be. Actually, that's probably correct. Um, so he had one long carry. He had three carries, one target. So, I mean, the good thing is, is that they're both getting carries and targets or target in Ty Johnson's case. But right. the reason I put these guys on is, and even Frank Gore is probably available in some leagues. The point is, is that yeah. running back depth is a premium. Um, in some leagues, I'm seeing teams that have absolutely none. 
you could lose virtually nothing by stashing one of these guys. And one of them is going to get some work and some better matchups upcoming. Yeah, you're right. Unfortunately, I mean, yeah, they but... don't get to play the Jets. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> if they could go inner squad, these guys would be must starts <laughs> at some point. Ty Johnson and LaMichael Pirine must look like Bo Jackson and Walter Payton in, <laughs> in Jets practice. <laughs> Oh my That's god. That's all I got. Well, it's Jokers. <laughs> all right. 10 more games, Jets, hang in there. <laughs> 10 more games with Joe Flacco. It's looking like <laughs> Yeah, they're just like not going to play no. Arnold. Um oh my god. Let's go to receivers. Um we've got Keelan Cole on there. DJ Shark MIA at this point well, in no, the season. No, DJ Shark got 14 targets this week. He did. Yeah. Wow. But uh Keelan Cole got 9 himself. And Keelan Cole has had uh like I think he's had f- over 40 yards and five targets in every single game this year, besides one where he had 25 yards and scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And he's the, the type of guy, like Tom just said, he gets opportunities and bye weeks are come. They are. I Keelan Cole, like I, I started him in a couple of leagues last year, and he's he's just been solid. He's always floated around yeah. for us. He's a, he's always within our consciousness. Yeah. We're never gonna get the star turn, but the consistency is there, and he's gonna have days like this with the six for one forty three. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean the Jags are not a good team, so yeah. they lose a lot, yeah. and that gives him a lot of opportunity. I just want to let you guys know I'm skipping the next name on the dock on purpose. He's gonna be the last receiver that we bring up. Okay. Black. Adam Humphreys is up next. Yes. Adam Humphreys up next, caught all six of his targets for sixty four yards and a touchdown in his triumphant return from beating COVID nineteen. Um Congratulations to Adam. Yeah, Glad you're feeling bring, better. We should bring him up with with Ferkser too, um, from uh, the tight end from the Titans, and it's all related to Johnny Smith mm-hmm. and catching the ball over the middle of the field. And I think that these two guys are going to be the ones that replace Johnny in those roles. Obviously, uh, Johnny has been awesome, and they're looking to utilize those types of plays still. Because they're just plug these guys right in. Ferkser had nine targets, eight catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown. And Humphreys catches all six of his targets for 64 yards and a touchdown as well. Yeah, and that Titans defense is getting beat through the air a lot. Josh Allen was throwing all over the field on them. You know, we, we had a lot from um, what was I trying to say? Sorry, uh, we had a lot from Deshaun Watson in go. this game. So. It seems like the Titans' defense is going to be letting up more points than they were awesome. when they made their run. So, that, yeah, it was an awesome game. So, if they're going to be in games like that, it's a good time to have a piece in that offense. Ferkser, I hardly know her. <laughs> How did it take um, me that long to say it? Uh, I don't know if John is like done or anything like that, though. You know, he didn't even really like he left the game, but he didn't leave the game. Like he stayed on the sidelines and chilled. So, hopefully, that's a John great sign. Like Mostert did. Yeah, but I think actually Mostert was declared out. I don't know if Johnny was ever. He was, yeah. He was declared out. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, the most Mostert was. was yeah. Sorry, Johnny was questionable. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it just goes to show that like I don't think Johnny got like X-rays or like you know they didn't like take him back and do this prolonged thing. They were just like, if you're hurt, you know, chill. We got Ferkser, and we hardly know her. <laughs> But we're going to pepper with darks. <laughs> you got it. Uh, speaking of getting peppered with targs, Tim Patrick had eight this week for the Broncos. Every time I see them, it, it does bum me out watching Tim Patrick play because it's like 
he's running all the routes that Cortland Sutton would be running and dominating yeah, if he was healthy. Was... But Tim Patrick's doing well. 100-yard game. Yeah. Against the Patriots, that's never anything to snuff at. Um, are these guys that, you know, are these receivers guys were saying, you know, you're going to be able to slot right into your starting lineup? Unfortunately, no. But Maybe. with the bye weeks and all that stuff going on, there, there's a chance. Yeah. Yeah, They're worth Tim, a stash. I've seen Tim Patrick be started, and I don't hate it when I see it, but I would hate it if I saw it in my own lineup. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. That's fair. <laughs> uh, my favorite wide receiver out of this week is Travis Fulgham. Another great week for the Eagles. Scores this week for the second week in a row. Ten targets turned into six catches for 75 yards in that touchdown in garbage time. Had a, Was inches away from scoring a Hail Mary touchdown at the end of the first half in this one as well. He's a big guy. He's he's looked strong the last couple of weeks. But more importantly, I had a bet on him to score, and it cashed. And so that's why he's my favorite wide receiver out of the week. Way to go, Travis. Appreciate back-to-back you, Travis. for the touchdown and back-to-back weeks with 10-plus targets. You think Antonio Brown's going to sign with the Eagles? Maybe. Uh, I, I I have no idea what it's Antonio Brown's going to It's a rumor that I'm starting. Be. I'm starting the rumor. Oh, you get, you're getting that one swirling? That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, I think it's... He's like familiar that. with the Pennsylvania state <laughs> infrastructure. Exactly. I like that, Tom. <laughs> if nothing else. Keep pushing, has, buddy. He still has real estate in the in the Pennsylvania, and he loves yingling. I like yingling, too. Is that true? No, it's not true at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like... Huh. He's working on it. <laughs> Keep going, I'm get, Tom. I'm convincing Good stuff. people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think Antonio Brown to me seems like a Dos Equis guy because I think Antonio Brown thinks Hershey Park. <laughs> I, to, yeah, to me, Antonio Brown seems like an uppers guy and not alcohol. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. We move on. We've got, including Anthony Ferks, or I hardly know her. We've got four tight ends on the dock this week. That's how deep into the barrel we're scraping. Uh, but Rob Gronkowski appears to be rosterable now, again. Yeah, I was texting you guys too. They like He looked horrible at the beginning of this game on one play, but it was just like not a Gronk play. They threw him like this little screen, and they expected him to like cut and juke, and he just looked so slow. They ran an O.J. Howard play for Once, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, well, I, think they saw, I think they saw what I saw, and they were like, okay, we're done with that. We're running him up the seam for the rest of the entire game. And you see him just <laughs> dominate on all classic Gronk routes. Yep. This is a classic Gronk game. Do I think he has like a ton of these in the chamber? Probably not, but damn, it's good to see. Always great to see. Absolutely. I knew it would happen as soon as Godwin came back because I always thought it would happen with Godwin out. So as soon as I like, <laughs> as soon as I fully gave up hope, it happened. Interesting swing for the Bucks in in the last two weeks. They lose to the Bears and then beat the doors off of the Packers. That game was wild. Uh, the Bears aren't as bad as you think either. They're five and one. Bucks defense yeah. rocks. Bears know how to win football games, and the Bucks defense was is awesome, insanely good, especially in the second quarter of that game. They just came out and took that game over. Yeah. Todd Bowles. Rodgers, two picks on three pass attempts. I'd like to and see he Todd did, Bowles, And he had like uh, four picks the entire year last year. I'd like to see Todd Bowles see what he could do with the Jets maybe, you know? Get him over there. Yeah, that would be nice if they gave him a head coaching job, revamp the defense. Kickstart the franchise. Yeah, that would be great. He seems like a good uh, cornerstone. Seems like a guy who would hold his players more accountable than Adam Gase would. Yeah, I don't know. Might not be a fit. Austin Hooper. Hooper, I hardly know her. Uh, Back-to-back weeks of leading the Browns in targets. 
Yeah, Question was, mark? What's, what's going on here? Sucks, exclamation point. <laughs> well, you have to throw him the ball in order for us to be able to determine if he sucks or not. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. How do you lose a game by four touchdowns? You're losing the game right off the rip. As soon as it starts, you're mm-hmm. losing. And Odell gets four targets. How does Here's, he not get like 15 targets in this game? This is why it's Odell sucks, exclamation point, um, asterisk. Because he doesn't actually suck. Baker sucks. Yeah. Browns suck. <laughs> they don't know what to do with their assets. Throw the ball to Odell. They're four and two. Okay, sorry. I don't care. I'm pretending this like – I'm sorry. I'm defending this like I care. Yeah. No, but, me I mean – NFL team's record, I will get it wrong because I'm talking about <laughs> fantasy football. Like, True. throw the ball to Odell Beckham. I don't care if they're second in the division and have a chance at the wild card. I want Odell Beckham to <laughs> score on Sunday so I can beat my friends in fantasy Technically, they're third. And I yeah, care. and if you're second in the division or whatever in the wild card, you should still throw the ball to Odell Beckham. Yeah, Christ. Give him the ball. Like, you don't even have to throw it far. Take a page out of the 49ers playbook or somebody else. Just give him the ball. Let him do it. Push it to him like they do to Debo. Exactly. Throw those dumb slants like Eli used to be able to do. Did we just fix the Browns offense? Well, we can fix (laughs) Odell's fantasy value. I'm confident in that if we had control of the Browns offense. Could we do better? No. (laughs) But we could fix Odell's fantasy value. Would we lose every game? Yes. Would Odell go hog wild every game? Probably. (laughs) Yeah. And if not, it wouldn't be for a lack of effort on our part. Would he possibly that wind up with QB eligibility? It's like it, you're the head coach. <laughs> yeah. It's unclear. <laughs> you're the head coach. And you look at the box score at the end of the game, you say, oh, we got out four targets. I feel good about that. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Come on, man. Thank God we got him when we did. <laughs> yeah, thank God we traded all those first-round picks and stuff to give him four targets. <laughs> In a big division game, Don. <laughs> I'm confident that Odell has as many targets through six right. games as probably Antonio Callaway did like three years ago through six. <laughs> probably, yeah. He had that moment in the sun. Trey Burton. One time he threw a touchdown in the Super Bowl, but he had two touchdowns last week, and therefore he gets to the dock. And we had him on our streaming radar, or did we make him the official stream? He unfortunately was not the official stream. Tom convinced us to go with Jimmy Graham. That's fine. He, Tom, we rigged the ownership a little bit there. But Trey Burton was our you know, secondary pick. I, I would say that he'd count, especially considering he was owned in less than 1% of leagues. Yes. Um, he picked, he he tops off a pretty good trio. Even Jimmy Graham was was serviceable as a streaming mm-hmm. tight end. Uh, Tannehill went nutty. And our and our Miami defense didn't even allow a freaking point. First so. team in the first team in the league to have a shutout. So Miami was a, Dolphins. It was a good stream week for the boys. Hopefully we can keep it going. Yes. Uh, speaking of sh- looking ahead to the stream, Matt Stafford gets Atlanta next week. We made sure to make a note of yeah, that. Yeah, I'm scrolling down the schedule now. I'm looking, trying to find some good matchups. Uh, Tom said that Matt Stafford, he gets the Falcons. Uh, he's available in a bunch of leagues, so so that could be a good one as well. You just brought him up, so mm-hmm. I will keep scrolling and not look at that game now. Well, Trey Burton, uh, <laughs> uh, it's now Monday morning, so you can account for some leagues that don't have waivers at all. Um, his roster percentage in ESPN is 6%. Unfortunately, they have it's a buy, absurd. but he could be a good hold going forward. Yeah. I'm just saying um, the like, Eagles play the Giants. Went up. You know, we wanted to investigate how high it would go. And because we did the last episode pre waivers, pre ESPN waivers, and he was at right. 1%, it went up 5%, which is 
five percent. <laughs> wow. Uh, the Cowboys play Washington football team. If you're willing to try the Cowboys' horrible defense out there for a fun stream, or Andy um, Dalton. Uh, we'll yeah, see. Andy Dalton. Uh, yeah, we'll see tonight. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see tonight about. Check that back one. on that on Wednesday. Yeah, the Chargers play the Jags. I think the Jags kind of have been scoring points though, so I don't know if I'd be too excited about the Chargers defense. The Bills defense. Is Other than that, bad, you have to tune in Thursday yeah. for the for the preview. They play the Jets. Yeah, they won't be in streaming percentages though. I don't think they were. Oh, they were available in in a in a fair amount of my leagues because they play the Chiefs. So I just want to throw right. that out. There. Ah, good point, Tom. Yeah, good point. All right, let's uh, run down the slate, and we'll start with that phenomenal game between the Texans and the Titans, 42-36 in overtime. Pick a player that you could have started in fantasy. They played well in this game. David Johnson scores. Deshaun Watson, four touchdown passes. One to Fuller, one to Cooks, one to Cobb. Ryan Tannehill, four touchdowns. One touchdown. to Darren Fells. And one to Darren Fells. crazy desperate. Yeah. Uh, A.J. Brown caught two touchdowns. Ferkser, I hardly know her, with eight <laughs> catches for 113 yards. Was Oprah at this game? You get a touchdown. You, you get a touchdown. You. you get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. Just handing these bad boys out. Derrick Henry, the big man. The big from man. From 94 out. When that locomotive gets moving, you get off the damn Dude, tracks, baby. It's the, you can't stop the train. You can't do it. Like I If he him. gains 40 yards and there's more yards to go before the end zone, like – don't bother. I he's scoring. He's one of my he's one of my favorite players in the league. He's so awesome. He's so he he's going. like one of the most unique running backs I think the league has ever seen. Yes, like yeah. it just it, it doesn't make sense. He's the Aaron that Judge he can get of the, running backs. Yes, I don't know if you saw this too. Like I think it was after his second touchdown when they won the game. Mm-hmm. He was celebrating next to a defensive lineman, like a moose nose tackle. <laughs> These guys are the same size. Yeah. It is unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah. Awesome. The next gen stats, Absolutely awesome. I usually hate, but I think they clocked him at like 25 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's like a black bear running at you. <laughs> no kidding. Um, I'm trying. He's awesome. I'm man. trying not to go too crazy about this. So forgive me if I do. Will Fuller is a top 10 wide receiver in all fantasy formats right now. Hey, yeah. Will Fuller has been amazing this year. I, I was going to say in our group chat that in our two QB league that we have, we have to give some consideration to Will Fuller into the starting line. Yeah, we actually have to think about well, starting him. Now. Well, this week, uh, the the Vikings and Ravens, you guys can get a peek behind the curtain, are both on by. So Will Fuller is firmly in the starting lineup. For this Pretty much has to be. Yep. Very All nice. right. He's, cool. Cool. He yeah. deserves it. He's Yes, he fully deserves it. Yes. And he might be staying in there. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I'm turning the corner on Will Fuller. Wow. Ryan Tannehill, by the way, too. Absolutely. He stuff. will 100% get hurt now because. <laughs> All right. Let's talk Bengals, Colts. Tom, I think you woke up the bear with Phil Rivers. Phil. It's good to know that Phil listens. It's awesome. Yeah. He, he listened to the pod, apparently. He got really pissed and he took it out on me and he had a three tud performance. Now, is this because Phil is good or is this because the Bengals suck? The now, Bengals that, are very bad. That is a real question because, you know, Baker, the other uh, opposite of apple of my eye, had a good day against the Bengals, right? So, like, these bad quarterbacks are actually playing right. well against the Bengals. I'm still not impressed, Phil. Do it again. I dare you. Wow. Wow. You doubling down. <laughs> you Doubling down on the hate. Phil, just remember, if you are listening, they asked me to play the bagpipes last week, and I didn't do it. That's right. I still That's right. stand. All right. 
Uh, for the Bengals, this was a very interesting day for Joe Mixon. Uh, Gio Bernard gets a one-yard touchdown run. Joe Burrow gets a one-yard touchdown run. And then on the third consecutive drive, the Bengals get down to the one, and Joe Mixon gets his touchdown. He leaves this game but did come back uh, for their comeback drive. Uh, so it doesn't seem like he's he's on that list of guys who got hurt but probably are going to be okay moving forward. Right. That's why Gio doesn't become an uh, automatic hero here. Um, Joe, Joe Burrow, another 300-yard game. Yep. Uh, Against a pretty good defense, too. Yeah. The Colts' defense have been playing really well. Unfortunately, they can't close it out because they're the Bengals and they have a rookie quarterback. So they're going to be dealing with games like this. But it's nice to see. I think I really – I was hoping that he was going to be like a game-changing type of quarterback, and I still think that he will be. He doesn't have to be this year, though. Right. It, it might not be this year, but yeah. he's been good enough. He's shown the signs. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to believe in Trey Burton. Like I want to be like – I want to say that like I'm all the way there with him. I just I don't know yet. Yes, it's so tough because every game Jack Doyle ends up scoring targets. the game winning touchdown in this one. What a catch! Awesome catch! Amazing. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this See one. Why I had a touchdown that got called back? So just yeah, clapping. probably why he wasn't a loser of the week with one catch for 11 yards. But that, also nobody's starting him at this point. That kind of year for Ty. Yeah, awful. Someone did start him, and they were really pissed in one of my leagues. I would imagine they would be. Atlanta, Minnesota. Atlanta gets off the schneid after the firing of Dan Quinn. The story here is Justin Jefferson, man. He is so good. Yeah, he's well, so yeah, he's cool. reached the, I was going like, to say, Don, our call, or all of us, our agreement that Thielen was like a number one or two or top five option this week was actually Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. Jefferson stole the show. Absolutely stole the show. Which, well, Kirk tried to steal the show at first. Oh, he certainly did. He was like, oh, you guys didn't pick me as a stream? I'll show everybody why. I'll hawk picks like it's nobody's problem <laughs> against the worst defense known to man. Yeah. Uh, Thielen, Thielen had three catches for 51 yards in the touchdown. Jefferson, nine for 166 and two. Yeah, he's reaching the end of two-point conversion. He's reaching the point where like he has duds because he plays in the Vikings offense. But you have to start him because he might drop a bomb like this and mm-hmm. if you start he he could be that guy like i had Jeff, justin jefferson so i won this week yeah and when you have a guy like that unfortunately you got to roll with the punches you got to play him and when he turds you, you deal with it and when you know, he goes off you thank him for winning your week i feel like i played him everywhere this week too ouch it sucked cool to watch though yeah big and cool to watch julio jones that uh, broken play touchdown that he had, man. Like, I don't know how many other receivers in the NFL turned that into a touchdown. Yeah. But Julio can because he's the best. Yeah. I mean, thank um, God. You done hating him this year? Who, Julio? Yeah. You done with the hate on him? I don't hate him. I was telling my friends who were texting me, hey, what, what do we do with Julio this week? I said, you play him. The matchup is totally mm-hmm. there. So I was really happy. Uh, I've got Julio all over the place. And um, it felt good this week to Julio some people. Yeah, and it's nice to see him have to catch this broken play and then go from zero to sixty. Test that hamstring <laughs> on that play for sure. And he tested it out. Boy, did he! Yeah, dude, he's he's unbelievably fast. Still, he's got that Olympic level sprinter speed. I was and literally you saw it just gonna say he looks like he could be in the Olympics, right? Oh, how about a four hundred meter? We go. We start off with Nicole Hardman. We close with Ty with Tyree Kill, and we put. Julio and maybe like Raheem Mostert in the middle. What about Marquise Goodwin for uh, veteran 
running. We want active players, Tom. Good, Goodwin's a good one. He's got that. He's got the Olympic coaching. experience. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Goodwin will coach. He's been there before. <laughs> he knows what it's like. He knows the grind of the schedule. Yes. That's right. <laughs> uh, Cal Ridley on an absolute heater as well in that game. Just wanted to make sure that we mentioned him because he's been unbelievable. Yeah, and uh, uh, Matt Ryan, the, the thing to pay attention to for him this year is when Julio plays, he drops a bomb, and when <laughs> Julio doesn't play, he does not play well at all. <laughs> so that, that there's your indicator. If, yes. if Julio's active, you can play Matt Ryan against anyone. If he's inactive, you should probably bench him against anyone. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so uh, he was dropped in the league that you have Lamar Jackson and play me next week. So I think your choices are truly uh, Matt Ryan versus whoever the heck they play. I forget, but it doesn't matter because he's on the Falcons. And, and they have uh, Julio. Oh, it's they play uh, Matthew Stafford because it's Matthew they Stafford. Play each other. They play each other, oh, yeah. Choice. Yeah, so your choices of quarterbacks in that game, I already looked for you. Cool. <laughs> and I have Stafford in another league. Maybe I'll slap Ryan out there. We'll see. Broncos, Patriots, this will be quick. The quarterbacks combined for five turnovers in this one. Uh, Drew Locke, under 200 yards in his return from a shoulder injury. How much of that is due to the Patriots' defense? I suppose we'll see next week. Cam Newton with another rushing touchdown. He had 10 carries for 76 yards. Cam hasn't been able to practice for a while. Yeah. Nice nice game for James White. Eight catches for 65 yards. Absolutely led the uh, Patriots receivers. Uh, in terms of catches, targets, and yards, yeah, I think that I, I kind of feel like that's a result of it too. Like he was just dumping down to mm-hmm. him, and I don't know. I, I, I kind of had a bad feeling about the Patriots going into this game. I figured that they would win just because their defense is so strong, and they played strong in this game. But Brandon McManus MVP, Brandon McBuckets. <laughs> no, all right, uh, able to score that many points. That's like exactly it's entirely too many points for a kicker. Playing, Him and Coop just went buck wild if, this if week. Yes. In the standard league, he was probably like a top. Your third player. highest scoring player, <laughs> yeah. or maybe your highest scoring player. Yeah, especially depending on how one's at Justin Jefferson or something like that. He was only outscored by like the few who reached a thirty threshold, and that's it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Insane. Way more thirty burgers this week, which I'm thankful for. Good. Washington football team against the Giants. Yikes. Washington scores a late touchdown and mercifully opts to go for two and the win. I'll tell you this. So they didn't have to go to overtime. If you ask me. Yeah. Why not? Like, yeah, okay, we'll just lose to the Giants who don't have any wins. Now we both have the same record and they have the tiebreaker over us. Yeah. So like, we get the earlier pick. Yeah. Them, and so, we can hold the number one pick over them for ransom. Unfortunately, that's what you're going to have to think about with these two teams, especially. Because the they'll Jets. play again. And, and unfortunately, they have nothing to play for. Yeah. Definitely. That is the case. McLaren's going to get peppered all year, though. Yeah, I you mean, he's awesome. Him. Yeah, he's very good. He's awesome. He's very good. Logan Thomas uh, reappears in this one with a great touchdown yeah. catch. Only three catches, so we're not. I think he's going to be up and down. I think all year, and but as we get into the bye weeks, you know, hopefully he's got some matchups that we can exploit as a streaming yeah, option. But uh, he's not the guy that you keep on your roster and start every week. He's riskier than Trey Burton at this point. Way riskier. Uh, Darius Slayton get well soon. Scored a touchdown. Got hurt on it. Not sure he came back into that game. I think he, I think he did, but I'm not sure. Uh, Sterling Shepard looks like he might come back next week. Uh, thanks for nothing, Golden Tate. He did nothing yeah. in the time that Shepard was gone. Uh, so, I mean, your quarter, the quarterback has to throw touchdown passes for your receivers to be effective. He man. threw one this week, <laughs> Scott. Yeah, he looked good. He had a uh, super long rush, so it's good to see that he's. That was cool. That. 
So, you know, he that, leads the Giants in rushing yards this year. Well, what do I always say, right? You you rush for more than 40 yards, that's a touchdown pass. So, in my book, Daniel Jones actually pretty much had to and uh, mm-hmm. and looked okay. I think he's fine. Um, I traded for him in a dynasty super flex, and I'm happy to have him instead of Phil. Wow, wow, slanders, but he is about a, a decade younger, so yeah, of course, I yeah. That. I didn't trade them one more, for one, I more than a decade. Phil. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ravens Eagles. The Eagles scored 22 points in the fourth quarter of this game. Unfortunately, they were trailing 28 by 28 going into the fourth quarter, and so therefore they lost. Um, cool game for Carson Wentz. He kind of had a nice little comeback. Uh, Scott, we had our ears perked up again. Every time they send in that Jalen Hurts package, we're like, they finally benched Wentz. Oh my god! Yeah, and. You know, it just feels like we're inching closer and closer to that moment, although Wentz has an incredible fourth quarter in this game. But, I mean, when you're down, what, 30 to 6 or whatever? What, 30 to 14? They were down 27-6 going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got a couple comeback touchdowns when they didn't really care that much, it seemed like to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Lamar with a nice uh, rushing with a long rushing touchdown again in this one. Love those. Uh, he he recently had a quote that was like, "Yeah, I don't think they don't mind that I don't run as much." And it's like, maybe he's not, but he's been running very effectively. Like he had a fifty yard touchdown earlier was, this year. He was actually hurt last week, I think, and that's kind of why he had yeah. a bit of a clunker. And you only saw him run the ball for three yards. Gotcha in that game. Yeah, and he Steelers Browns. Oh, sorry, Tom. Go ahead. No, that's all right. He gets like fifteen points when he doesn't really run, as opposed to like 30 when he runs. So, you know, he's he's a normal QB option if he decides <laughs> not to. And he's a god-tier QB if he decides to. Yeah. Good way to put it. Steelers, Browns, guys, it's Chase Claypool's for real. They love that. They love that end around to him. And I'll tell you what, he's really tough to bring down on it. <laughs> he's really good. I like him a lot, man. Yeah, he, he has all the tools, you know. You want to talk about a guy who's big, strong, and fast. My God, you know, he pops out while you're watching the game. You're like, this guy is huge standing next to, you know, guys like Juju and and the other receivers on that team. He sticks out like a sore thumb. Mm -hmm. The Browns have now been outscored by Baltimore and Pittsburgh by a combined score of 76 to 13. So I think we can end their contention talks until they beat one of those two teams. James Or a good team some tougher matchups coming up. He gets Dallas though in a few weeks and Cincy and Jacksonville in a few weeks after that. So better things ahead. But apart from the game where he left early, he's got a touchdown in every game. He's yeah. been great. Three James Conner's been great. He's got a buck rushing. So like mm-hmm. he is a, uh, he's a no brainer. We- week one, it was panic button, but now it's like, you know, auto stuff. Hammering the panic button. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because like with week one, all we had was the memory of last year where he was hurt the whole year and right. disappointed when he was out on the field. And everyone was saying, oh, he's like not going to get as many touches yeah. this year, blah, blah, blah. Here we are. It was really like a here we go season. again with this shit type and moment. James and then Connor's he's been volume. phenomenal. You're right, Tom. James Good Connor's point. Volume is looking like he's going to be an RB1. Yeah. Chicago, Carolina. I saw very little of this game. It Seemed like a fine one. It was close at the end. The Bears uh, play all goes. Yeah. Mike Davis, probably the toughest matchup that he's faced since he took over as running back. He Got lost the fumble, does score, though. Got you that one-yarder bail so, out, Todd. Yeah. Appreciate your service, Mike Davis. I think he's this got one more like, week left. Yeah, us. I mean, this is like the level of production you thought you'd get from Mike Davis, right? So, like, yes. this is 
fine. It's excusable. Like if you are a Mike Davis owner and you're complaining about this week, like just shut up because you got like, yeah, no kidding. You got such replacement value that it was unreal. This is like you got the PPR RB two for five weeks. D'Angelo yeah. <laughs> Williams level replacement value. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mike Davis might go ink a contract with the WWE after this. Did D'Angelo Williams do oh, that? Oh, yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> oh. I didn't know that. I, I had no idea. That's cool. WWE, but he retired to pursue professional wrestling. <laughs> that is true. And I, I, I do remember that. All right. Very interesting. Um, can I talk about kickers or no? You can try. Keep it quick. Joey Sly's been pretty good the last couple of weeks for the Panthers, and they've been moving the ball pretty well. Nice. That's all I wanted to say. Sweet. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, Keep kicking, I feel Joey. like I had something else about this game, but Robbie Anderson's good. Robbie, Moore's fine. You know, like if Robbie Anderson's floor, by the way, in a matchup that's a low scoring affair, they're playing against what has been the best secondary in the entire league. Mm-hmm. And he's the clear second option in this game behind DJ Moore, who actually had five catches and almost 100 yards on 11 targets in this game. And Robbie still got you four for 77. In full PPR, he still gets you another Double digit double performance. digit performance, which he has done for six straight weeks for you at wow. this point. He has still been awesome. And if, like I said, if this is his floor, he's an every week starter. Yep. What round? Way to go, Robbie. Way to go. We Robbie. knew you could do it. Uh, I think he and Too DJ Moore tell. are both in that fifth, sixth range. I don't think if Robbie, they both kind of continue at what they're doing. I think Robbie Robbie's gonna get, get that disrespect. No, I think he might get the ultimate respect, man. He's kicking ass. Nope. I, no. gonna Maybe from you will get it. I think he's going to be. Gonna we're we're the only guy. people who talk about him in the way that we talk about him. The hype train goes off the rails for the young, good receiver every year. DJ Moore, the same cycle will happen where he'll be down and then everyone will get up on him. Robbie will sneak right under the radar for us. Is he the Devontae Parker of this year? Robbie, yeah, that's a that's a great call. And so Devontae Parker wound a good up one. going in about the sixth when I thought he really should have went in about the third. Yeah, yeah. especially I mean, what was Devontae Parker wide receiver six last year? Yeah, he was unbelievable, unreplaceable. Basically, you could only start, yeah like elite people over him and maybe absolute Michael Thomas, absolute hero to everyone yeah. who picked him up. He was. He was actually the waiver wire hero of the year, I think. He was yeah. basically the only person on my vampire team that was uh, acquired by me, like through natural means <laughs> by the end of the season. Lions, Jaguars. This game, uh, very eye opening for the Lions, in my opinion. I think they controlled this game from start to finish. And from a football standpoint, I'll stop doing that because we're, we're a fantasy football podcast. Jags are pretty bad. Gardner Minshew, man. He's awesome. Yeah, I mean, for fantasy, Gardner Minshew is a legend. Yeah. Like, he has another uh, right around 20-point performance again this week when it looked bleak as all hell to start the game. Mm-hmm. They were terrible, and their team is terrible. But the man just hangs in there. He throws a touchdown to James Robinson, which everyone was begging for. James Robinson was a, you know, was up there with Alexander Madison as yeah. an absolute must-start this week, and he's turning through three quarters but Minshew finds a way for us in fantasy, and he continues to find a way. I have him in a what dynasty league. What do the great ones do? I have him in a dynasty league. I've started him every week, <laughs> and he's been awesome. Yeah. I have him in an Who needs man him? team, and I play him every week. <laughs> that is awesome. Game Legend. 
Oh, James Robinson. You're oh, I about. thought he was talking about Gardner. I thought Minshew. he was talking about yeah. Minshew. <laughs> I actually have Josh Allen in that league. So, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That's pretty good. Yeah. Played Bridgewater last week. But, but yeah, Rob, obviously Robinson's been amazing. Uh, from the Lions side of the ball, like we said, it, it, a lot to be encouraged with DeAndre Swift. Uh, I'm scared for uh, Marvin Jones, by the way. Yeah. And I got a, I got guys on by, and they're playing Atlanta. I'm tr- I'm trotting him out this week. And it could get ugly, but I'm trusting our boy. Trust the process. Scared oh, money don't make money, this Scott. This is when you do it, though. So if the buy is a this line, is the time. Exactly a favor to you, to be honest. He's my feeling replacement. Mm. Ouch. <laughs> All right. He's always good for a multi-touchdown game at some point. This is the one. This has got to be it. It came right around this time last <laughs> this year. This is the one against Atlanta <laughs> this week. If Marvin Jones is out on your waiver wire, he is a potential hero as well. All right. Dolphins, Jets. Fitzpatrick throws for three touchdowns, very much in the vein of Gardner Minshew, where you know he, if you've picked him up at, in desperation, he's been solid for you. Um, Miles Gaskin with a great game, 91 yards rushing. Um, I mean – it, it's tough to take anything from this game because the Dolphins just dominated. Uh, Tom, speaking of Devontae Parker, I didn't do too much digging because, unfortunately, I don't have him in any leagues. Uh, he popped up questionable at the end of this game. Yeah, he didn't I don't know back. if you have any news on Groin. him. He, he didn't come back. So it, it is a little worrisome, but thank God that he's a six-round pick kind of because, like, where you have him, you definitely have other options. So – Shout out, my heart's out to all the other fellow Devontae Parker truthers, and uh, we will get through this. We'll keep you updated. If he doesn't go, uh, 6'5", Preston Williams, you know, he scored a touchdown in this one, so there's no reason that yeah. he can't do that again for you without Devontae Parker especially. Yeah, he's a, he's a potential hero as well, but uh, P- Preston is one of those guys with an expanded roster. He's owned in a bunch of spots as well. Mm-hmm. Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Uh, this game did not go the way that I thought it would. Tampa Bay scored 28 points in the second quarter, another 10 in the third, and Green Bay didn't score after the first quarter. So they rolled over. Yeah, this was uh, the Packers. Like died. they get the quit in their eyes, and it's over. Yeah, in it's this, weird. and it was because like you have Rodgers too, so it always feels like yeah. But when it's 31-10, you're like, all right, it's 31-10, about to go into the fourth. The Packers had the ball. You're like, all right. Packers are going to go in. They're going to zip a touchdown here. You know, it still felt like they had the chance but to get back in it. But the Bucs this game was controlled was by the awesome. Bucs defense. Yeah. I awesome. mean, you know. Does nice to see Adams come back? Yeah. Would I trade Devontae Adams? No. To me. For, uh, you know, like Mostert, Parker, and Hollywood Brown. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. We'll work Send it and let me stew. Yeah. We'll <laughs> All right, uh, but in terms of this game, Godwin came back as well. Nice to see him out there. Five catches, 48 yards. Yeah, he looked like his typical self, too, making some shifty plays. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I think the I think Ronald Jones has less of a game if the Packers were able to keep up in this one. They play uh, the uh, they play Vegas, I believe, on Monday night. The Bucks do. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, Fournette with a little extra time. If they're gonna make him active, and even even if they do make him active, though, Thick Boy Ronald Jones has been rumbling over the past couple weeks, and you can't take this three guy straight hundred yard games. You, you can't. can't take this guy out. He's no. playing great right now. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I, I know I brought up L- Leonard Fournette as a possible spoiler for this game if he did play to Ronald Jones. Um, I think by virtue of him not playing, the pendulum has swung completely opposite direction where. 
you, I agree that you can't take Ronald Jones out right now. Like you can't play Leonard Fournette right now. So yeah, especially for fantasy, there's no need to. Especially for fantasy, Leonard Fournette is a guy that you throw in a package deal to Don for Devontae Adams, right? You you say, yeah, all right, well, fine. <laughs> you know, I'll give you Mostert, Leonard Fournette, Parker, and whatever, because you're not going to miss him. Yeah. No, you're not. Most certainly not. San Francisco and the Rams, the Niners' offense really dominated the first half of this one, so it made you know the Rams' offensive numbers look very pedestrian i would say second half of this game was unwatchable and the second half was unwatchable as well yeah the offense was horrible jimmy g with three passing touchdowns debo brandon Ayuk, and george kittle score so it's a fantasy player's dream when you get three touchdowns to fantasy relevant guys like that Mostert leaves this game like i said though it was 21 9 yeah when Mostert left the game and just, and I just like felt he said, like he stood on the sideline and he watched the whole had his helmet on lap. too yeah. afterwards. Like, I just, I don't know. Like Doesn't we haven't heard anything serious, since but... uh, that was obviously the late game Sunday. It's Monday morning when we're recording this. Yep. So, you know, tough to know. Obviously we're going to have to keep an eye on it. It would make McKinnon an ad if anybody dropped him. Uh, the other guy that was getting a ton of carries was a player by the name of Michael Hasty. He looked pretty good. Too. Looked pretty good. Yeah, looked better than McKinnon, quite frankly, as well. Yeah. So if most um, is out and Tevin Coleman's going to be out, um, and maybe Jeff Wilson's not going to be active for this game because I guess he didn't play in this game either. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamichael Hasty, I guess, is the fifth in line there. Hey. <laughs> but they run the ball well. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Absolutely. long line of running backs over there. But if they're one of two in the game, basically, they're startable. Hey, McKinnon was at the back at one point. Look at him now. He's thriving. I know. I held on to him in a dynasty league, and people were, like, proud of me. <laughs> you didn't quit. We're happy no, for you. I quit on him. <laughs> and I have, I have, I have uh, like, no running backs. I have uh, McCaffrey. So, like, I had to play McKinnon, and people were, like, happy that I held on to him. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, way to go, Tom. Good for you, man. You did it, buddy. <laughs> um. So week seven coming up. One thing I wanted to note is uh, Le'Veon Bell is eligible to practice for the Chiefs on Wednesday. So it's likely that he didn't get any burn. Maybe you saw him on the sideline on the Monday night game. But other than that, like we're really going to we're not going to know until Thursday's episode what he's going to look like. There's certain clearances and I don't know when they go into effect. So I won't go into too many details, but I think he has to miss. He can't he can't go to a practice for like a week. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me prior of like, to, after his Antonio, signing. Yeah, Antonio Brown couldn't pay, play for the Patriots right away, right? And uh, right, so Le'Veon Bell can't do that either. Would have been awesome though if he could, and he signed with his second choice, the Miami Dolphins, who played the New York Jets. So he would just go. Well, the Chiefs get the Jets next week. Oh wow! Okay, or cool. in, in a couple yeah. weeks. So no matter what, not next uh, week. The Bills play him cool next week. Yeah, the Bills get like him next week. A two or three day turnaround, right? And all of a sudden, he's just on the <laughs> other team. Yeah. <laughs> and they shut him out. That would have been awesome. But oh, yeah. anyway, just something to keep in mind because I know a lot of people are probably wondering what's going to happen with him. And quite frankly, I don't know if we're going to know well, much of it I'm on for Thursday anyway. CH absolute explosion tonight that makes Andy Reid say, you know what? I can't take You want CEH to have a Ronald Jones performance yeah. tonight <laughs> is really what you're his inner yeah, absolutely. Ronald Jones and get a couple touchdowns yeah. today. All right. Well, a couple, uh, couple good games for Monday night. Hopefully, uh, Andy Dalton brings the uh, brings the points for Dallas against Arizona as well. Hopefully, everybody uh, enjoys them and gets what they need for their matchups. 
We will be back on Thursday to recap it all. In the meantime, feel free to hit us up on Twitter with lineup questions or waiver wire ads at RutzFF. You can also check out our Man Catch Monday post, which just went live uh, or is about to, I suppose, when we're recording this. It'll be already live when you hear it uh, at RutzFF on Instagram as well. For Scott and Don, I'm Tom. I did it again. Again. For Scott and Tom, I'm Don. (laughs) And I need two attempts to get my own first name right. Have a great week. Keep scoring.